Hello everyone, we are in the grotto. I wanna start by saying I appreciate you. Now the next 15 to 30 minutes is what I like to call life changing. We are in season two and have you ever wanted to do something different about how you look? Let's talk about it as we enter into the grotto. I'm your host John Pettis and we are in the grotto now as I like to say we are on major platforms for podcasting anchor Apple Spotify Google and we are believing God to reach the remote places um, we're gonna soon hit the streets this summer so I'm really really excited about that now I like to start with stats so our male listenership has risen from 57% to 66%. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, pretty excited about that because, you know, I came out here maybe like a couple of shows back and was talking about, you know, the 57%. I appreciate every one of you, but we have risen um, to 66% of male listenership. Blessings and gratitude. Um, you know, when I started this show, I was reading the word and um, let me just set this up. The disciples were talking to Jesus after the resurrection and he promised them baptism with the Holy Spirit. And it goes on to say in Acts 1, 7 through 8, and he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the epochs which the father has fixed by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest part of the earth. That is the NASB version. And this is why we said we are believing God to, re to reach remote places. When I first jumped into this podcasting thing, I was really like praying like, man, you know, the Lord was like, what is your remotest thing to do like you know traveling Africa whatever um and I was like well I could do a podcast he's like okay <laughs> so we're doing the podcast and reaching the remotest part of the place uh the remotest part of the earth and here's the thing we want to reach our male listenership the grotto um has a passion for men to help them uh really design their faith around believing God for what he has given us. If you notice, season two has been um, surrounded around faith. And today um, we're going to be doing the same. So uh, we are witnesses. Mothers, share with your sons. Sisters, share with your brothers. Friends, share with your friends. I think that covers almost everybody. But as we get into this uh, conversation today, um, we want to kind of lean into this thought faith is a frame and um, as we lean into the discussion faith is a frame I'm reminded of this time my good friend Lyle and I uh, were doing this workout called insanity by Beachbody um, it was insane <laughs> it, I don't know if you heard of it if you look it up some videos online or whatever but 
it was a highly intense interval workout it was 60 days of pain <laughs> i finished it y'all i really did i did not miss a day um, even to the point where i was inviting people to come do it with me um, I was in my old house and, uh, and, and we had this garage, we cleared the garage out and we mopped it and everything, but it was dusty. <laughs> so we in this mug hot in the summer, in the middle of the summer. Like, I think we started this thing, like maybe June. So June into July or July into August. And it was hot. We wasn't no air conditioning in the garage. It was hot and it was dusty everywhere I mean, we were kicking up dust just the type of moves that we were doing it was unbelievable he'll come to my house every day even to the point where we were like was you know change it up and we'll go to his house and work out but it just wasn't the same it was something about this dusty busted up garage that we did this workout called insanity and i would tell people about it and i had this other buddy he was like he was like muscular and he lifted weights and then like somewhere around like month two into middle of month two i was showing some of the push-up styles or whatever that they taught me and he couldn't do it and he had all these muscles he just couldn't do it i was like i was feeling good about it I man i was like wow you know i invited one of my other good friends greg and um he lasted one day <laughs> but in his defense he lived across the city so he couldn't make it to the commitment of, of working out every day with us so that's the reason why he lasted one day but i invited him one day and he was just like bro this is crazy um it was on a dvd you know y'all remember those dvds <laughs> and dip this and it was reg ray too this was before blu-ray um this is just a regular dvd i had so over 10 years ago probably and um man that's crazy i'm up here saying do you remember dvds like things have changed um, now the goal was really to fix my frame honestly I'll tell you guys something I was not satisfied with my body here's the thing I worked a job that was very physical but I plateaued because I got used to doing the same thing every day and for men who out there who working who do kind of the same thing every day your body just be like uh, this is what we do I'm cool there's no change there's no mixing it up or any of those kind of things. So I found myself not being satisfied with my body because I was working in the streets and I was out and about, and I was traveling, and I was eating in the streets, a lot of restaurant food, and I just saw a decline um, in my health and in my body. And when I looked in the mirror, I looked in this frame of myself, I didn't like what I saw. And I just, so I gotta do something about this. I gotta do something about it. So, um, you know, I just made the decision to start working out. And there's a lot of frames out here in the world, right? You know, you think about a frame. There's a lot of frames out of here. Your home has a frame, you know, studs and everything inside your walls. Even cars have a frame, right? The metal chassis and everything like that. Even computers have a frame, you know, even like the outside of the computer, you know, with the keyboard and everything, but on the internals, there's a frame, even the software has a frame. Um, and even your body has a frame, you know, even if you look at a cup, a cup is a frame for the liquid 
that goes in it, uh, what you pour in it. So there are a lot of frames out here, things that shape and you put something over it or put something in it. The, the design of the frame is not to just be a frame, but it's designed that it can be covered up so that something can go on it or in it. So with that being said, um, you know, you know, only one of these frames out here, out of all the frames in the world that we have, it's only one frame that God has made an eternal commitment to. I mean, an eternal commitment to where he has put himself in a binding situation with this particular frame. In Genesis 2 and 7, it says, Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. He formed, he framed you. He shaped you from the dust. <laughs> like that dusty garage I was working out in trying to fix my frame, fix my form, because I wasn't satisfied with it. Um, and I wanted to do something about it. I think really honestly, the thought that I was unsatisfied with it in regards to like, I felt like it was a, mis a mistake. Like, why am I shaped like this? Why am I this way or that way? This tall and not this tall. And I had hopes of being, a, you know, playing basketball. I wanted to be taller, you know. Um, you know, I never got a chance to play football, but I wanted to be faster. And we give ourselves these complexes because we look outside of ourselves and we say, well, whoa, I want to have these things. We start coveting that what other people have and we start desiring and we start thinking there's something wrong with me in the design that God has made me in as though he made a mistake when he made me. Boy, that was a mouthful. But it's true. Not everybody have that complex, but just our media, just the way our media is designed and how it, what's the word I'm looking for? The way it just um, propagates to you, the way it gives you information where it's like, work out, have this, get more money, do this, do, it's always about getting something that you don't have, as though we don't have enough. I'm not saying don't aspire to do great things I think there's a level of contentment we got to have today that as we keep pressing towards Christ pressing towards his will pressing towards what he wants for us I think there's a place in our life today where you have to have you know contentment you have to be all right okay with being okay and I've heard this statement that it's okay to not be okay but be okay <laughs> I can identify that you know there's some things that's going on you know with us and this is that and the other but I have to be content I we should be content with where we are and not contentment like you don't move or press towards anything but contentment that says this is where I am I tell people all the time I, I ask this question um, you know when you on the elevator and you see this map in front of the, the, the button of the elevator and it tells you where the exits are on that floor in the event of a fire 
And there's this one thing on the map that is most important than anything else. It's more important than the exits. It's more important than where the fire extinguisher is. It's more important than the actual diagram of the floor itself. And it's that little red dot that says you are here. Contentment says you are here. I know this about myself. Now, when you figure out where you are, when you understand where you are, it makes navigating where you're going a lot easier. You ever use a GPS and it can't find your current location? It doesn't tell you how to get to where you're trying to get to because needing your current location is the most important part of the GPS system. It has to know where you are. So me, the way I was back then, I was really unsatisfied with the frame. Now, do I want to work out more today? Yes, but I understand where I am and I don't degrade my thoughts about myself in a way. So men, don't talk crazy about yourself. Just know where you are and work on those things because God has God is committed to our frame. He's committed to what he has formed. Not because he made it, because he made all these things. He made everything in the world. All this stuff was made by him and for him. But it's only one frame that he has committed to because of what he put in it. Although I wanted to work out for physical, mental, and health reasons, God has never been ashamed of us. He's not ashamed of you. Psalms 139, 13-14 says this, For you formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. And my soul knows it very well. Pause. Your soul, your inner person has to just know God hooked you up with what you got. 15. It says, my frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret, you skillfully wrought in depths of the earth. For eyes have seen my unformed substance. And uh, it says, your eyes have seen my unformed substance and your book were all written, the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. That means from the very beginning, he wrote it out. He wrote out your time here. He knows how you're made. He ordained it, he formed it, and it was skillfully done. Every part of you, skillfully done, that frame that God has given you, even looking at the frame in the mirror and trying to identify and hook up our frame, beautify ourselves, get the haircuts, get the beard trim, brush the teeth, look real nice and all those great things. Good. Do it. Gussy up. <laughs> do it. Make yourself look great. I, I, I love it. But having those things as though they define you is where the issue comes in. That I feel a certain way about myself if I don't do certain things like hook myself up. Like right now, you can't see me. My beard ain't trimmed. But all I know, all I got to do is just go trim the beard. 
but I'm not gonna be like, oh my goodness, you trash because your beard's not hooked up right now. I just haven't taken the time to go do it. I'm about to go do it. <laughs> so having yourself in this position where you know that you're fearfully and wonderfully made because God has committed to you, committed to your frame, committed to your body because of what he's put in you. Psalms 103, 13 and 14 says, just as the father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion over those who fear him, for he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are dust. He knows exactly what we are. When you come to the resolve that God believed, he had faith in what he has done in you, your frame, which is giving you the breath of life. You now then desire to take your body, take your body and do with it that will be pleasing unto God. Every frame that is on earth, men and women, we are his passion. Out of all the frames that could ever be created, we are his passion. Not the cups, not the cars, not the homes, not the computers, all the stuff that we aspire, not the money system. None of that stuff is his passion. He didn't put himself in none of those things. He put himself in us. We are made in his image and his likeness. He believed in what he was doing. He had faith. He put himself, he put his characteristics inside of us. He blew into man the breath of life and we became a living soul. We wasn't just an inanimate object. I'm convinced that if God blows the breath of life into anything, it becomes living. We got hooked up. He made us. And he was like, I know what I'll do. I'll put me in there. Man, that's amazing. Sometimes we think like, oh, we just this, we're special. We are. We are special. We are. But don't believe this. Whatever he puts his breath into will live. He was mindful of, of us. Like, what are we? <laughs> he knows what we are. The artist Israel and New Breed um, uh, put this song out uh, called I Am Not Forgotten. One of my favorite songs. I used to, I heard it in college and I thought it was like the dopest song that was out during that time. Nobody had did anything like that. And, um, you know, what a great summation of what I'm saying today. God knows your name. He knows what you are and you are not hidden from him God believes in you because of what he has given you did you hear me on that God believes in you because of what he has put on the inside of you he knows that you have the capacity to be great you have the capacity to do awesome things you have the capacity to take his gospel to the remotest part of the world Men, your frame is equipped with faith. God puts something on the inside of you um, that is yours, yours to protect, yours to keep, yours to hold. So next time you look in the mirror, when you look in that frame, 
be like, my faith, my frame is equipped with faith. You look in that mirror, my frame is equipped with faith. What's on the inside of me is God-given. Listen, we are out of time. Thank you so much. Ah, there I go with that, man. I'm conditioned with that, man. I appreciate you. I value you um, for listening. Again, we are on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, Mothers, share with your sons, sisters, share with your brothers, friends, share with your friends. I appreciate you, and we are in the grotto.